This book seeks to provide a narrative description of the origins, progression, and effects of the German hyperinflation and to place this extraordinary phenomenon in the turbulent, ominous human context of the world in which it occurred. It is not by any means a book about economics in the narrow sense. The ills of the German currency between 1914 and 1924 arose out of, and then fed back into, the ills of the country itself. It contains elements of economic explanation, without which there would be no background to the story. It is, however, also about war, politics, greed, anger, fear, defiance, desire, and, a key element, even if usually in short supply at that time, hope, and the way in which all these things affected and reflected the lives of ordinary people. The history caused the economics, the economics brought on more history, and back and forth, and so it went, in a dizzying and frightening continuation that, even when it appeared to end, haunted, and arguably still haunts, the German national narrative. Nine decades ago, the most populous, technologically advanced, and industrious country in continental Europe had suffered a terrible reversal of fortune. Germany had fought and lost a great war that cost her two million young men dead, large chunks of territory, and vast amounts of treasure. Vengeful enemies had declared their intention to make Germany pay, not just for her own expenses of that war, but for theirs too. Meanwhile, the hereditary dynasties that had ruled in Germany for a thousand years, grand symbols of stability and continuity, were overthrown in a matter of days remarkably easily, in fact, by their mutinous subjects, who blamed them, the archetypal warlords, for not leading Germany to victory. The familiar, once unshakable representatives of the monarchical state had been replaced in November 1918 by parliamentary politicians who, whatever their virtues, lacked both the glamour of aristocracy and the authority that it had seemed, however spuriously, to confer. Those politicians, many from humble backgrounds and experiencing real power for the first time, knew that the future of the new post-war Germany depended on producing order from chaos, prosperity from deprivation, respect from humiliation. They were also determined that, despite the defeat of the Reich's armies and the harsh demands of the countries that had vanquished them, the ordinary German people, who had suffered so much in four bitter years of war, should be able to look forward to a better, more secure future. The question was, given the country's problems, the demands of the victorious enemy, and the literally murderous divisions in German society, could these men, on the whole rather ordinary individuals, succeed in this awesomely difficult task?